1-1 pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, And with that hemi call, it is time for another episode of a Swing and a Drive podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike Voorhees, and alongside me, as always, the best sidekick money can buy, Brent Spillen. What is going on, B-Spills? Best sidekick, huh? What if you're my sidekick? I'll be your sidekick. I don't care. Money kick. So you're paying for me to? Is that what you're saying? The best aren't money you being, can buy? Aren't, aren't we being paid? Oh, we're doing this for free? You just said you said you have to pay for me? Yeah, Anyways. you know. You're not free. What's up, B-Spills? Sorry, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Mike, I'm doing well. 18 and 14. 18 and 14. What a what a difference a week and a half makes since we recorded last. Our Cleveland Indians are in second place, but by one game. Dude, how you feeling right now about this team? You know, I was great until the no hitter the other night. I I'll be honest, like I was on board. This team swept Kansas City in Kansas City. Uh, we took the series against the White Sox. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this team could could be catching fire. And then we the Reds come to town. And the first game of the series, we get no hit by MLB journeyman, left-handed pitcher, Wade Miley. Yeah, I know. That was disappointing. But yeah, it's, it's our second time being no hit. And we haven't even hit mid-May yet. Yeah. It was like, what, the second time in like 20 games, 21 games, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some history there. That's the first time <sighs> in the Indians' history that that's ever happened, twice in one season. It's the first time Tito, as a manager, has ever been no hit, which I guess that's kind of surprising to me. A little bit, yeah. I mean, twice. I mean, to, to have a team be no hit, twice in one season i mean that 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 talks that that basically tells you that the pitching nowadays is incredible yeah let me read this from uh mandy bell here real quick just give a little history reporter yeah yeah from mlb MLB mlb.com she wrote according to the elias sports bureau the indians are also the third team in mlb history to be no hit twice within his first 31 games of a season joining the 1917 White Sox and 1884 Pittsburgh Alleghenies of the American Association. They are also the eighth team all-time to be no-hit twice in a single season in a span of 21 games or shorter. That's just incredible. But, Mike? Uh, yes, be spills. I know you're upset. Remember yeah. That, that I just talked about that 1917 White Sox? Yeah. You know what they did that year? Did they win the World Series? They did. They had a record of 154. Still a club record. 100 wins for that team. Wow. They were, okay. They faced the New York Giants, and they beat them in six games. Wow. Okay. Well, so, hey, I'll be honest. So when we last recorded, we'll give a little backstory here. I had gone up and watched the Indians-Yankees game, Shane Bieber versus Garrett Cole. Indians lose that game. I just, the offense was so anemic. Yeah, we, we lost about the that. series. Yep, we lost the series to the Yankees. And I flat out said that this team was in shambles and just 
and then what happens? We talk about the offense and then White Sox. We take the series from them. No, we, we took, the, to we took the series. We took two out of three out of Minnesota. Oh, that's right. I forgot Minnesota. So we, got, we, took, we got the Twins. Then we took two out of three out of White Sox, swept Kansas City in four, no hit again, and then beat Cincinnati the day after. And then no game yesterday because of rain. Yep, it rained. I mean, it, we had a monsoon yesterday. It so Mike, you stop you're always prisoner of the moment. Yep, I am. And it's 162 games. It is, man. But I, I'll be honest. I'm shocked that the Indians are four games above 500. Yeah. So why are you so upset right now still about this no-hitter? Just because Wade Miley is, to me, he's not an elite pitcher. Um, he's bounced around the league. Both the, the pitchers that have no hit the Indians are basically guys that are trying to resurrect their careers. And we make, we make them look like they're elite Cy Young award-winning pitchers. Like, come on, like, I'm not taking anything away from, from Carlos Rodon. I mean, he's having a phenomenal season this year. I know his earned run average is less than one. I think it's like 0.63, which I mean, that's unheard of. And then Wade Miley, I mean, Wade Miley's bounced around the league for years. Friday night, we just couldn't get a hit. I mean, it, he he was working the strike zone, changing speeds. I mean, location was on point. And the Indians just, they, I mean, they hit the ball well. It was just to, right to Cincinnati, just right to the fielders. Your boy, Tyler Naquin, hits a home run. I'm telling you. He'd look really good in center field, by the way. Yeah, uh, that's a that's. Just I mean, Naquin, I he didn't have a home run in that game. He had the home run. No, in the game he had it on one. Right, but I'm just saying, like the Indians, there we're still the worst in Major League Baseball with a 210 batting average. As a team, we're hitting 210. That's hey, awful, dude. Let's let uh, let me focus on the positive here. You're talking about that no hitter. Yeah. I want to just back up a second. Yeah. So. What about who was on the mound for the Indians that night? Zach Plesak. Yeah. We don't want his box score. He went eight innings. Yeah. Eight innings, three hits, no walks, no runs, seven strikeouts. Do you want to know something else about Zach, Zach Plesak in that game? Beast Bills? Yeah, go ahead. His fastball was anywhere between 94 and 97 miles an hour, which is the hardest he has thrown this year there we he go looked dude really good he looked really the game was scoreless going into the ninth inning and the indians imploded it's you know what it's okay that was a weird weird game clase yeah. gave up his first run of the season he gave first up three time. runs three runs that game two earned yeah think about that we'll back up that game if you didn't get a chance to see that game or hear about it yeah i did it was weird Clase, he gave up a hit that hit off him. The batter hit him, mm -hmm. and it ricocheted, so a guy got on. Then the next play, it was like a grounder. He's going to second. Nobody was there. No, that was Nobody unbelievable. Covered. Yeah, because so I, I can't. He I can't had a mad chance at him for throwing to second. No, it just yeah. And then like, I just want to know why. Bit, I just want to know why Clase was in the game at that point. It's not a safe situation. Don't put him in the game. Put Karen check that, in, that put Maton in the game, put somebody in the game. You don't need your don't best Karchak's was pitched closer. You don't need your closer. Yeah, they do that point. a lot. 
It's it's I a know, home it game. It's a home game. They always do, they always put their closer in and it's tied at the top of the ninth. Not always, but typically you see that. But and a closer's job, a, a closer's job is to rise above pressure situations and get the job done. End the game. He just didn't have it. I mean, he's there. Oh, but listen, you know that's how you know how closers work. Their, their mindset, like you put yeah. them in non-safe situations, and they typically don't pitch as well. And that's exactly so, what happened. His first, his first Friday run of the night. year. I'm not upset. Like yeah. it was just a fluky, fluky, and it just stinks that it happened to be a no hitter game too. We still have one of the top bullpens in baseball right now. Yeah, and I know we were talking about stacks, led by your boy Brian Shaw. So, yeah, and we'll talk about that here probably in a second. If not, well, yeah. we'll always be talking about their bullpen because they're they're dominating. But I want to touch base on uh, Fleasack again. Yeah, the game before. May 2nd, he picked up his second win of the year. Five and two-thirds, three hits, four walks, that's a lot, six strikeouts. So we're starting to see him starting to put together. Bieber is Bieber. He got yep. roughed up a little bit. He didn't have his best stuff last game on this awesome comeback win. But, no. you, know, but you know what? Speaking, like you of, said, speaking of Shane Bieber, do you know who leads the league that, with – in strikeouts. You said, speaking of Shane Bieber, so I'm going to assume it's Bieber. 77 strikeouts for Shane Bieber. <laughs> 77 Is strikeouts. Is that right? In 40. Is that leading the league, though? Yes, by two over Tyler Glasnow. 48 innings pitched. 48 innings pitched. 77 strikeouts. The dude is insane. I mean, he's this is easy every single time we record to talk about him. Uh, we could there's always we, something we might as well change the name of the podcast to the Shane Bieber Hollywood story because yeah. we're witnessing history here with him. Yeah. I mean his last his last start, he extended the MLB record with his nineteenth consecutive game striking out eight. Eight or more, and he struck out nine. Shane Shane Bieber is really good. And that was on uh what was that? That was against the Royals when they beat him five to four. Yep. On May 5th. So yep. he didn't have his best stuff that game, but the Indians came back. Yeah, that was awesome. They're playing they're playing well, man. They are playing. They're well. showing they're showing signs of life, but I, I think I've given them a great nickname this year. I know you and I have exchanged uh several texts. This team is nothing more than a roller coaster ride. It is going to be up and down and un, you know backwards for it's like I get it 162 games. I think I would love for them just to go 162 and 0. But yeah. this isn't this isn't video games. This is real life. But so. you just nailed it. You said it's a roller coaster ride. So what is that what I'm what I'm going to say is you know I love roller coasters. We've talked about that. Yeah. So what do I love to do? I enjoy a roller coaster. I love it. So why don't you just sit back, Mike, and enjoy this ride? You're getting so upset sometimes. I know that no hitter stinks. You were so mad. Oh. And then the very next day, we they go out there and yeah. whoop Cincinnati nine to two. I can't believe that. I I was laughing. I when I, I kept getting the alerts on my phone and I I just I was laughing. This team is is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing. And it's it's okay. gonna be that way 
if if the offense can pick it up, we've got the pitching, we've got the bullpen. The the offense just has to come around. Tito's got to find a lineup that works and stick with it. Yeah, it, I mean that's pretty much Harold Ramirez finally gets called up. I mean we got to see uh, the Jet. Yeah, DJ, he likes to strike out a lot. <laughs> he didn't look good. He's that's not ready. Sure. Daniel Johnson is not right. So listen to this, Mike. You talk about the offense. Like I, they're starting yeah. to come around since we had our last episode. That was the end of the Yankee series. They had played Minnesota. They scored five runs, seven runs, two runs, and the White Sox five runs, three runs, five runs. Kansas City eight runs, seven, five, four, zero. When they got no hit to Cincinnati and nine. So, like, and I think there's some stat, like, every time they get four runs or more, like, they're ridiculous. They, like, typically win every time. Can I say this? The only thing I want to see is the Indians just be consistent. That's it. We have made a ton of errors fielding that we shouldn't be making. Like, Jose Ramirez, like, Mr. Reliable over there at third base, he's not been having a great year fielding. Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario, like a lot of these guys making silly errors. Josh Naylor, like I know, they but gotta, hey, they got to get it together, man. But they gotta are get it eighteen together. and fourteen. Let's celebrate that them them being four games up. Then listen four to games that over five hundred. I I've heard I haven't heard too much positivity from you. You gotta no. you gotta bring it, baby. You gotta bring it. Let's be excited about this. Let's just hey, we know it's gonna be a little bit inconsistent at times, but. Who knows? They may make some moves. Some of these young guys, you know what I mean? The minors, they, that season started. Which yeah, we'll talk about here out, in a minute. Shout out to our minor league Like we teams, said, our yeah. pitching. Our pitching is, our, it is, it's, is the strong point for this team. They are the backbone yeah. of this team. And speaking of pitching, Mike, we got to take yeah. a break real quick. Yes, but sir. Something you told me before we started recording struck me by surprise. You're talking about the ace of our team, which, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Shane Bieber. And you're like, no, I don't know if it is Shane Bieber. So stick around. We'll be right back to talk about that. You're listening to a swing and a try. And that'll do it. The Indians win the series. On the Press Play Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. It's Sam Amico from Cavs on the Break NBA podcast. Be sure to give us a listen for all your Cleveland Cavaliers recaps, analysis, breakdowns, draft talk, free agency. The list goes on and on. Give us a listen. Cavs on the Break NBA podcast. You've been pining. You've been waiting for Reggae and Rota to get back together. We got you. Press Play Podcast. We're ready to go. We're going to have our podcast with everything that you want. Browns, Cavaliers, Indians, Ohio State, the National Scene, Kenny Rota, Michael Regai back together again. Make sure you keep your ears open. It's happening right here on Press Play Podcast. See you then. Okay, Mike, we are back. And like we said before the break, explain to me why Shane Bieber, after you just gave him all those accolades, is not the ace of this team right now. I, who I is? will okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. So Shane Bieber is is an amazing pitcher, and I don't want to take anything away from Shane Bieber. But when there's somebody else on the team that is having an incredible season, 
you 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 give you got to give props. How about Aaron Savali, Beast Bills, five and zero, oh, a two point nine one earn run average. All this guy does is win. He is a game manager. He goes out every five days, and the dude's pitching his tail off. He's five and zero, oh, Beast Bills, five and zero. Oh. All right. Shane, I'm yeah, sorry. No, Shane I agree. Bieber's, Shane Bieber is really good. Okay. In seven games, Aaron Savali, five and oh, 2.91 earn run average, 46 innings pitched, 33 strikeouts, and he's got a whip of 1.04. That's unheard of. So, yes, I agree. And I love it. Right now, he's our third starter and he's pitching great. But he is not the ace of this team, and you know that. You're just saying. I'm you're gonna, just, hold on. You're, you're silly. You're talking the, silliness. He's. If I had to say who the ace of the staff was right now, after 32 games, Aaron Savali is five and zero. Oh, Shane Bieber is three and two. If I'm going by record alone. Aaron Savali is five and zero. You know you can't do that. We're let's see who. I Aaron Savali is my AL Cy Young Award winner right now. Oh my goodness, dude! You are seriously. You get so caught up in the emotion I'm of all this. That's right not now. you. Listen, don't listen to your emotions right now. No, you got to go I, with truth. You got to go with facts. Shane Bieber is the man. He is the ace. I want to see. I want to see at the end of the season who has the better season. That's all I'm saying. Are you serious? So, you think you Savali has looked incredible. So after what was it? Seven starts. Seven starts. He's five and zero. Oh. And he's got how many more left? Uh, I don't hopefully know. 15? 15, 17. So you're 20. so you're saying right now, you think well, May tenth. 2021, you're saying yep. Aaron Savali is going to finish the year with better numbers than Shane Bieber. Ah, uh, well, yeah, now when you, hold, yeah, when you hear it like that, it sounds a little different, huh? I'm going to say this. Shane Bieber is an amazing pitcher, and I love Shane Bieber. I, I, I have a man crush on Shane Bieber. There's no doubt. But as of right now, May 10th, 2021, Aaron Savali is pitching better than Shane Bieber. Well, Shane Bieber has lost two starts, one of which he only gave up two hits, and both of them were home runs, and that was against Garrett Cole of the Yankees. So that anemic offense really hurt him in that game. But Shane Bieber that- is Shane Bieber, seventy-seven strikeouts. Like he's gonna fill the stat sheet. I'm not saying Shane Bieber won't. I just I'm saying right now. My front runner for AL Cy Young Award is Aaron Savali. All right. I mean, okay. I'm just going to humor you with this. Yeah. Like, come at me. Come at me on Twitter. Come at me on Facebook, whatever. That's fine. I will argue. I will give you facts. Let's see at the end of the season who has a better, who has better. If you want to base all this on seven starts, that's fine. That's fine. After all, we know where Bieber is. So, all right. Well, that's fine. We'll move on from that. So, some other news, Mike. Some things have been happening. Yeah. Uh, and the league is Albert Poolhost was designated for assignment from 
the Los Angeles Angels. I was shocked when I saw this. Like Albert Pujols three, has over 3,000 hits, 600 home runs. I think he has 660, I think. Yeah. I mean, the man is, is a bona fide Hall of Famer. And the Angels didn't want him anymore. He's in the final year of his uh, like incredible contract. Dude's making a lot of money. But he's 41 years old. I was stunned that the Angels cut ties with him. All right. Big big question for you then, Mike. Sure. Should the Indians scoop him up if the Angels pay like the majority of a salary? Or like pretty much the it has to pretty much be all of it. <laughs> so well, no, he would get a prorated. The Angels owe him his contract this year. Isn't he in the last year? Yes. If if he were to sign with a team right now, he gets the veterans minimum. Okay. And, the team... and then he can get some incentive bonuses and things like that. Oh, but so the Angels the have to cover it. Ain't, well, the Angels are, are on the hook for his whole salary. Right gotcha. Now. Gotcha. Gotcha. But he can, he's free to sign with another team. He'll just have to sign for the lead, like the veteran minimum. I would uh, take a flyer on him. If yeah, I'm the it? Indians, I would take a flyer on him. Why not? Do you have his numbers in front of you? I can pull them up very quickly. I mean, Albert pulled, not that, I mean, this year, Albert's struggled. Yeah, I know he was hitting one one ninety eight. Yeah, I think he's hitting under two hundred. Yeah, hold on, I'm pulling. Do you think right that now. he would be an upgrade for what we have going on right now at first base? So okay, here we go. I got I got pull holes the stats. So twenty four games, he has eighty six at bats, seventeen hits. He has five. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. No doubles, no triples, five home runs, 12 RBIs, uh, one stolen base, three strikeouts, or no, three walks, I'm sorry. He's hitting 198, slugging percentage of 372, on-base percentage of 622. Is he an upgrade over Yu Chang and Jake Bowers? Yeah. Absolutely, he is. At 41 years old? I would take a flyer on Albert Pujols. What about Bobby Bradley? Have you seen how he started? Here's the thing. We all thought we all thought Bobby Bradley was the savior and he had an amazing spring. The guy started his spring training or his his triple A season. He was over with a bunch of strikeouts. What, he five, finally just five games. He, yeah, he finally hit his first home run. Uh, two night, I think it was two nights ago. It's going to take him a little bit. I mean, they're five games in, so I mean, his once he gets regular playing time, who knows? All right, but so Jake Bowers is 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 starting to show signs of life. I think Yu Chang looks lost. So why not take a flyer on Albert Pujols? What do you have to lose? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just, I mean, I think even more so from a veteran leader in the in the clubhouse. Absolutely. Not even like even if the bat's going to be the same as what we have right now. You need a guy like that. Yeah. With all these young guys on the team, you know, did it's you, just like, he's an awesome did, dude. Everything you hear about him is positive. You don't ever say anything negative. Did you see what Mike Trout, what happened to Mike Trout when he found out that they had designated Albert for assignment? No, I didn't. He wept. Oh, Mike Trout absolutely loved his teammate, Albert Pujols and was oh. absolutely infuriated that the yeah. angels sent him packing. That's now, like... I mean, there could he retire? Sure. 
and he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for him to go back to St. Louis. <laughs> the problem is, though, there. If, if he goes to the National League, Brent, there's no designated hitter. He has to play first base. The Cardinals have Paul Goldschmidt, so they're, yeah. they're not going to – I think an American league team makes sense. A team like the devil, like the Tampa Bay Rays. I think the Yankees make sense. I mean, anybody that's looking for his veteran leadership, I mean, the bat might come. You never know. He only, he's only played in 24 games, but is he a defensive liability? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I look I, if the Indians don't don't go after him, I understand. But I think a team that wants him for a designated hitter, I can see that happening. No doubt. Somebody will take a shot with him. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. And uh, oh, Mike, that's we could probably wrap it up for tonight. Uh, we can talk about one, can, can I, I want to say one more thing. Can I say one more? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to say? Let's shout out our minor league team. So they're five games in. The Columbus Clippers, our triple A team, they're four and one. Our double A team, the Akron Rubber Ducks, are five and oh. Okay. So shout let's get... out to our minor league teams. And actually, you read my mind. That's what I was that's what I started saying. I was like, let's talk about the minor league teams next episode. Let a few more games get under their belt before yeah. we kind of see where they're we'll, at. But we'll hey, get some we'll get some stats. Yeah, let's take that's a, a great out. start. We talk about these young guys ready to rock and they started playing. So some of them will probably be up in Cleveland here sometime this year, but at least not this year in the very near future. So we know we're excited for this farm system. The, yeah, the, the, the future looks very bright in Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, hey, good chatting with you. Now, remember, 18 to 14, we're 18 to 14. Let's just ride this right now and try not to get so worked up. Okay. I'm going to try. I'm going to try the Brent spilling meditation tape. You sent me. I'm going to, yes. I'm going to be calm. <laughs> I'm not going to jump off the deep end. The tape, we're going to take so it. We're going to take it one game at a time and let's see what happens. Meditation tape. That's what I like. Yes. Like that's cassette. what you sent me. Yeah. <laughs> An old cassette. A little cassette. Absolutely, man. That's what you sent me. Uh... I got, I got, I got the FedEx package uh, yesterday. I haven't listened uh, to it yet. I'm going to I'm going to listen to it tonight before I go to bed. You are ridiculous, but I love you. And, I uh, love you too, Beast Bills. <laughs> good talking to you as always. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Let's go tribe. Have a good night, everybody. Fans with so much Cleveland pride. Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Books like Stephen King's The Shining or Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. If you're on the hunt for book recommendations and enjoy sparkling conversation, come read along with us and then listen in. Hey, it's JD from the Hyman Podcast. I created this podcast to have hard conversations conversations that make us human but are also wildly uncomfortable conversations that help give voice to the voiceless and to the marginalized 
Now you can listen to the entire first season on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Consider this your personal invitation to join the conversation.